Are you looking for valuable business advice to reach that seven-figure revenue mark? Do you want actionable tips to properly navigate through every business challenge you encounter along the way? Let Tersh Blissett and Josh Crouch be your guide in getting you to the top here at Service Business Mastery. Tune in as they sit down with world-renowned authors in business, leadership, and personal growth who share valuable insights about management, marketing, pricing, human resources, and so much more. Let their nuggets of wisdom gold guide you in owning a thriving, profitable, and ever-growing business. Here are your hosts, Tersh and Josh. Hello, everyone out there in podcast world. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, you're listening to or watching us live, Service Business Mastery Podcast. We are at the Women in HVACR 2022. It only took two days of me saying it right. Well, good. The, we, we, we got it. We were at, we were at AHR yesterday. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I said that the first <laughs> too many, day. Too many acronyms with yeah. all the uh, organizations. We have the wonderful Miss Ruth King on the show, and... Uh, it, we were at the gala last night, and you were awarded. Um, what was your award again? Flame of Spirit or something like that. Flame of Spirit. It was. <laughs> I don't know, it was cool. That, I got a picture of it. It's. <laughs> it's like a big old flame right Yeah, there. it, it is. Like. I mean, it's like when that happened, my mind just went blank. So I don't even know what I said last night. Okay. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> and and I I love the slideshow uh, that they oh they played, and mm-hmm. it was really cool. And and Colleen was like, "Well, we didn't have a whole lot of cameras from like." O2 because it was all flip phones, but yeah, that's what I told her. I said, Do you have anything from the beginning? He said, Colleen, I had a flip phone. It wasn't like we have my iPod, and now. it wasn't like you're, it wasn't like you're thinking 20 years down the line, like what are the pictures going to look like yeah. in a slideshow? Oh my gosh, no, not even close. I mean, we started this thing, it, it, it has exceeded my wildest expectations, and you know, it, it, and it's not about me anymore, which is the really, really cool thing. There are so many women who have helped over the years and done so many phenomenal things about talking about getting women into the industry, you know, telling them, hey, this is a great career for you. Yeah. You know, whether it's a technician or a installer working for a contractor or somebody working for a supplier or somebody working in manufacturing. Uh, and obviously, guys who support women too, men who support the women in the field. I mean, if we think about it, you know, I had Dave, I do remember asking Dave Squire to to sit up. He was like in that very first breakout session panel discussion that we had. And he's been our supporter just about from day one and nobody recognizes him. Mm -hmm. So Dave, this is your second recognition. Okay. (laughs) And and he stood up there at the, um, at the gala last night. Yeah. I asked him to stand up. David, Dave is Colleen's Dad, dad or uncle? Dad. Dan, dad. Dan is... Dan is her uncle. Okay. And so, he owns the plumbing company, Vincent's Plumbing. Yeah. I've, well, I've actually had a chance to, when I was uh, running a branch for a company, we uh, were taking new flat rate training. We went up to Michigan, about a seven-hour drive from where we were, and they were hosting the event because they worked yeah. with new flat rate. And I've known mm-hmm. online access because when I was on the distributor side, they were part, partnered with uh, our distributor and stuff like that. But yeah. really nice guys. Very... Yeah. I mean, the whole family is just amazing. So, and, and Colleen is... She's Colleen's Colleen. Colleen. She's, is Colleen. She is fantastic. I mean, she's looked pretty tired this week. But. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm frazzled. I know she's looking forward to two o'clock. Well, maybe not because we still have to clean up and all that right. sort of fun stuff. She's probably looking forward to tomorrow. Well, the two o'clock, we got like uh, 20 minutes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. like counting that down. Yeah. Like I got a timer set on her watch. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And so it's so, over. Yeah. 20 years. Like, is this something that you like? Did, did you think? 20 years from now, um, we're still going to have this organization or, I mean, was it, did you plan it out to be a long-term thing or was it just a, well, 
I know you, I had the I vision for it. The, the, what you said last night, because Colleen was like, they had a conversation and all this other stuff. And you got up on stage and you're like, yeah, it you wasn't correct. a conversation. You, you corrected her. <laughs> yeah, we were bitching about it, actually. Yeah. It really and truly was. We were literally sitting there bitching about the fact that there were no women in this industry. And, you know, but at that point, it was an idea. It was a concept. And, and we hadn't gone very far. And, you know, Gwen eventually left um, contracting business, and she's now out of the industry. Um, everybody who was in the beginning, for all intents and purposes, is out of the industry mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, I'm talking about like one, two, three, you know, type yeah. things. And I'm the only one who really stayed. And, I mean, I pushed it and everything along those lines. And we added the, you know, initially it was just going to be for contractors. And then we had suppliers and manufacturers and distributors and things along those lines. And it was always about scholarship. It was always about recruiting. It was always about retention. And the scholarship piece has really taken off, which is cool. How about the endowment That was fund? cool to see. Yeah. That was, that was really, really cool to see last night. Yeah. yeah. That was endowment, a goosebump one there. Yeah, endowment's cool. Um, we need to raise, want to raise a million dollars so that we never, ever, ever have to worry about a woman who wants to get into this industry and doesn't have the money to go to school. Now, it will be available. For those who don't know, what's the plug for that? Like, how do they donate to the endowment? Do you know? It's really easy. Mm -hmm. Womeninhvacr.org forward slash endowment. There you go. Well, and and for those that are not here at the event, uh, six $5,000 scholarships were handed away last night. Correct. Uh, I think yeah. we had four, four of the... Four of the six four, were here. Four of the winners. But, and they had to go through a pro. I mean, this isn't like eight people applied. They had a bunch of people that applied. This whole process, yeah, essay, is the whole thing. I mean, it was... There was 33 or 34 who applied this year. And we... Um, we I hate to say eliminated everybody but six, but that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, We chose the top six. <laughs> they had to maintain a great point of 3.8 GPA, or 3.0, 3.0 GPA. Sorry, guys. You only have a podcast talking about numbers, but that's right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they have to write an essay about, you know, who, what, when, where, why, and how, and how they got into the industry and what their desires are and where they'd like to be in the industry. And there's there's a there's an application plus the essays. And there's some great to, stories, like just oh my gosh. what they what they want their future to be and where yeah. they are now and yeah. stuff like that. So just hearing some of the stories, I think was that Angie. That Angie was, did oh, the stories. Yeah, yeah, Angie Angie was doing the story, and it was really touching to see just what what these. It was wild because there was, if I'm not mistaken, there was somebody had like a um, industrial engineering degree, yeah, and was going back and getting their HVAC and yeah. and starting a is is that the same individual who was starting a business with their husband and son Son, yeah that's wild that's cool three of them were doing that and i was speaking with one of the the winners afterwards after it was all over and we were kind of outside with a group of us and she said i had felt so alone and you know because she'd been going through school she's the only woman in this class of guys who are basically being exclusionary yeah and and that's very typical of of guys going through an HVAC course. Unfortunately, hopefully, we will change that um, as more and more women go through it. However, right now, it's it's reality. And she goes, I never, you know, until I knew about this, I didn't know about a group. I didn't know that I'm not alone anymore because yeah. other people have gone through and are going through the same thing I am. And she has somebody to reach out to now, which is really cool. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That's the biggest takeaway that I've heard so far is like, 
this year we've already mentioned this a couple of times, but this year there's what 400, 450 people, yeah. almost double what was last year, and it's just a, it's more becoming more and more a tribe of people that you can lean on and yeah. you can reach out to. And, and yeah, our Facebook page. If you go onto that, I mean, somebody asks a question, answers are like this because everybody can reach out. Everybody's gone through it. And, you know, different types of things. We have mentorship programs, and I'm sure you've talked a little bit about that over the, over the past couple of days. And ambassador programs to get more w- women. Share about those for just in case yeah. somebody misses them. <clears throat> okay. The mentorship program is we will match somebody who's a newbie, and I don't know any other way to describe it, <laughs> yeah. um, with somebody who has experience and has gone through the things they're going through. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so they're matched based on what their goals, career goals, and everything else like that. And Kristen does a phenomenal job with that. And the ambassador program is is where we go into trade schools, is where we go into high schools. We're actually starting to go into like sixth and seventh, you know, junior high school things, because Mm -hmm. that's really where the women first think, I can't do this. Yeah. But they can do it. Yeah, especially they're going through puberty. Yeah. They start... Everything starts diverting. It's too late. Yeah, it it's starts too diverting, late. and they, they're like, "Well, this is the path that women need to take. This is the path men need to take," and and they don't realize that there is other options. Yeah, and they don't realize what the career is like either. Exactly. Yeah, and there's a phenomenal career, as you all know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. that's I mean, I mentioned that before. Uh, before I got into the trades, I was like, Mm-mm, "Nope, not my cup of tea." I mean, I'm engineer like at heart, and then I get to where I don't like working at this chemical plant. And my dad's like, you need to go work for Jeff, which is his friend who's an electrician. And I was like, Mm-mm, I am not going to be an electrician. And a month later, uh, a friend of mine who was an AC tech, I was like, man, give me a job with you. Like, let me, let me try it out. And I did, I tried it out and I never looked back. I've yeah. just been doing AC ever since. Yeah. So. It worked. I mean, we, we have a phenomenal industry and we can do, there's just so many things that you can do in it. And now that the, the word is getting out about career paths, I mean, there's, you know, <clears throat> I think COVID has helped a lot because we yeah. were essential mm-hmm. and, and people are looking at, well, they, I want, they want to work in essential industry so that if this hopefully never happens again. Right. But if it does, I mean, they're in an industry that they don't have to worry about losing their house or their car or something mm-hmm. along those lines. And so, We've gotten a lot more exposure that way. Um, we, you know, when you, when you talk about being more than double last year, it, it, you know, just about double where we were last year. And, you know, we're at 900 and something members right now. I mean, you know, think about it. And I started, we had like 10 maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. It is pretty wild. It was, it well, was, that, and that was, I mean, that was, I'm trying to think 2002. 2002, yeah. I think Facebook was around. MySpace for sure. MySpace, MySpace was around. MySpace, yeah. I'm trying to think like, because getting the word out, because obviously now getting it's the word easy. out through podcasts, yeah. through social media is a little easier. Yeah. But 2002, which is funny to think like the 2000. Like, That's when I graduated yeah. high school. Yeah, I was, well, it was, I was 2003. Yeah, so. it was really funny because we did the panel discussion at Comfort Tech that year. And... <clears throat> Gwen and I were looking for somebody who was female. I mean, and they had the the contacts because they were contracting business. So they yeah. had reporters all over the place and everything else like that. And we found one Canadian tech. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Seriously? Seriously. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And, I, and to go in here and to see the ladies in, in the uh, conference room, whether they're contractors, uh, technicians, uh, owners of the business, which is uh, that all of that's amazing. But then if you look at all the vendor tables around, yep. 
they're all wrapped around with the ladies from those companies mm-hmm. too. That's right. Which I yeah. Because I, I, I was talking to the the team over at JB Warranty last weekend. I was with them, and uh, I was like, Brian, are you coming to the thing? He was like, he was like No, actually, we're sending a couple of ladies from uh, our company there. I was like, That's really cool. Like, yeah. and blew on same way. And, yeah. And so I was like, I wonder if every well, company cool. should do that. So it's cool for them to see because they they may see they a may, bit more a larger company, but they don't realize how vast but, the industry yeah, is. Yeah, companies like Blue One and 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 JB Warranties, they're going to interact with a lot of technicians who were predominantly men. Right. And so they may have the impression that there's not women here. So for those companies to send those ladies here and say, look, there are. There yeah, are there women. are a lot of them. There's lots there really of and truly are. It's funny because um, – the person who took care of the plumbing part of my house, it was a was a woman. She was a female. And Leslie was phenomenal. <laughs> and she left the company. And I and I have the, the ties <laughs> to the company yeah. because it's of with one of my clients members. Anyway, yeah, long yeah. story short. <laughs> no, I get so it. I can't leave not that I would because right. they're really good, but you know, Leslie left and so now I got a guy. Yeah, and, and you're just like, like uh, yeah. where's Leslie at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it, 100%. Yeah. And, and you get that um, that continuity of care type yeah, feel as absolutely. well. Absolutely. When you yeah. get used to your technician to yeah. come out there every yeah, single time. Yeah, and when, when the guy showed up, I said, see, Leslie did this. Are you as good as she was? Because her piping <laughs> was magnificent. Magnificent. Yeah. It was attention to detail. Yeah. Well, very if, much if so. it's anything like, this event has been ran. Uh-huh. We we can totally relate to we that. We can attest to I literally, the fact that we like talked about it, and everybody everything's comes on time. To, like I walk into a room, it says it's going to be at this time, and there's a timer on the thing, and it literally is. I'm like, man, that is good. Yeah, just to, just to put all those pieces together, mm-hmm. and it's it's a group of volunteers mostly. Yeah, we and are. It's just crazy. We have um, our bookkeeper is part time, obviously, and we have an administrative assistant who's. Paid part time. That That's it. The rest wild. of us are all volunteer. Miss Ruth, you're blowing my mind right now. That <laughs> That's is insane crazy. to be able to put that together. There's yeah. a lot like of people who event. are dedicated to to putting forth the effort for sure. Yeah, as well, far as volunteer goes. Well, the really interesting thing was I was sitting next to Stephen Gill, who's the coordinator for the Worldwide, mm-hmm. and he was telling me about how unique we really and truly are. And I don't think any of us really realized it. I mean, we're here, we're passionate, we want to do this and, and, and do really, really good for women. And he said every other organization in the world for women is beholden to somebody or some organization or some like corporation company. or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nobody's as big as we are either, which That's is, even, yeah. you know, why, yeah. I loved having him get up and talk last night yeah. and, and just listen to him talk about all of the different organizations and everything that that's under that that's joining up or or whatever it is that they're doing but that's i don't know that's just first off he had a, a awesome accent too so that yeah, was, yeah he's british he's from nottingham yeah <laughs> so that was interesting also well it's gonna be really interesting because i'm doing a talk in in uk in march whatever it is next year and he said would you come talk to us and i said of course you know it'll be really interesting to see their perspective because i asked him because he's listening and you know for the past couple of days and i said is it different in the uk and he goes nope we got same issues yeah (laughs) it's it's kind of like when i went over there in july and i was going to do a talk on you know business and financials which is my normal thing right yeah. yeah And the first thing I did was I went into a bookstore in Piccadilly Circus to make sure that accounting in England was the same as oh, accounting in the U.S. <laughs> and it is. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That but cool. I didn't know. 
And it would be really stupid to get up there and talk about how I understand financials and how I understand P&Ls and balance sheets and, and debits and talking, credits. And, mm-hmm. and they're looking at me like you've got six green heads or something like that. <laughs> and that's not how we do it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting. You go across the pond and yeah. talk to them about that. Yeah, that's, that yeah and just you can see, like, just so anyone's watching this, the, the, the energy and passion you're bringing to what it is we're doing here. Yeah, uh, which is just phenomenal to see. I mean, you've been doing this 20 years, and at some points, you know, 20 20 years is a long time to do anything. Yeah, and you don't life. think about it though. Did it fly by. It, it just, just flies by. You know, and when Colleen said this was your 20th, and I'm like, I wasn't even paying attention. You know, you just do it you watch the numbers go up you i mean i think the biggest break um break's not the right word when we split from comfort tech and service world and all those and and were attached to their conferences and we made the decision to go out on our own and have our own independent conference yeah um that was what 2016 17 somewhere around there okay um it was pre-covid and the first one i think was in Dallas, then we went to Denver, then we went to Boston, then we had COVID, and then we had last Tampa. year's Tampa or Clearwater, and this year's here. So that was six, that's six years. So 2016 was our first. And when we broke out- You just did that math in your head? Yeah. No, not me. Uh, <laughs> so when we broke out, that's when we really started taking off because we were, I think at that point, we were always, oh, they're part of this or they're part of that or whatever oh, else it is. Yeah, I get it. They look at you a little differently yeah. now that you're on your own organization. Yeah, and I think that's what really changed everything. And, and we've watched the growth exponentially since then because- we're no longer a part of service world or we're no longer a part of Well, Comfort not only Tech. that. So I I talked to um well, it was actually Danielle Putnam and I was like, "Look, I I would love to support to support women HVACR. This is this is when I first started the podcast. This had to have been like 18, 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there. And I was like, I, I just would feel really weird being like a guy supporting this. Like, I don't understand that whole concept. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. No, no, yeah. you, you, you couldn't support the, the women in HVC or. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't, I, didn't, I had no idea that. And, and I didn't, I didn't see it anywhere that there, there were guys that supported Some it. Some of the and pictures so, have the guys in it. You just have to look at the pictures now, on the yeah, website. Yeah, now I, that you're going to recognize exactly. it. Yeah. And, and once I did that, I seen that. And I was like, okay, yeah. I, I see it now. But before I was like, I think that we all need this. And it's, it, and it's something that uh, I can't remember who it was that challenged me to do this. But uh, it was a couple weeks ago. I was talking to someone about uh, the trades and – they challenged me to, to not ask, when you come to an event like this, not ask how many technicians you have, but how many technicians you brought into the industry as mm-hmm. like, that's your, your, yeah. your measuring, like how, how wonderful a, a job you've done uh, with your business. And I feel like this is the same thing. Like we need women in the trades, but are we going to do what it takes to get the women in the trades or are we just going to say, yeah, we need women in trades, just like we're going to say, yeah, not we, actually, need, we need not more actually technicians. Not actually try to grab them and bring them in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, I mean, think about think about 2002. I mean, there were no women in the trades. And that, I, uh, you know, and it's really a situation where <laughs> we're, we're now getting recognized. We're now getting to the point where some women are actually thinking about it as kids. I mean, their how parents. You, how, that's how, crazy. How, big, how much of an impact do you think people like HVAC Jess have made on that? I don't know. 
you know, it's like asking me, you know, how good is an impression in social media? Come on, <laughs> let's be real here. Um, the, but the more we talk get, about it, the more it gets talked about. Yeah, I get right? it. The more mainstream it is, it's, it's like anything, right? Because people just don't realize what, they don't know what they don't know. Well, not only that, I, so Jess is probably one of the first people that I know that I, I recognized in, in, on Instagram as a female in HVAC world. Um, and there's a few plumbers as well. And I feel like once they came and, and started making a, a splash and they were being supported instead of, you know, ridiculed, ridiculed, yeah. then all of a sudden there were other people who were like, okay, I think I can do this too. I, I feel safe doing this. And, and I wonder if that's going to be, a, I hope it's going to be like a snowball effect of, look, they're making the trades, you know, acceptable to all everybody. Yeah. And, and the, the interesting thing is that um, when women go to somebody's home, which, you know, obviously most of the time it's women oh, that's who a good there, too. They don't want the guy. 99% of the time, they don't want the guys back. They will wait oh, for a really? woman. So it's, it's interesting you say that. So I, w- I was running a branch. This is, this is actually when I met Tersh. And uh-huh. we got to the point where I was, I was doing the sales. We just started up. We had no customers. I got to a point where I needed a salesperson. And my wife had been a hairdresser for 10 years prior. And I'm like, she, and she's the type of person she'll sit down. She'll just keep asking you questions. And she keeps taking information in. And, and that's how she communicates and i like begged her i'm like you really need to get into this trade like you you would be really really good at it i had to fight with my boss a little bit because yeah. old school mentality right because yeah, it's exactly it's like well she's not gonna know anything i'm like that but that that's okay matter. that's okay because it can be taught that's everything exactly can right. be taught and she's done phenomenal and, and she went to work for a couple other companies now we're have our digital marketing company but uh it's just she was killing she, it she was she was doing yeah. great i mean she was doing she actually got an offer to work as like a Daikin TM at one point. And then we're trying to figure out what we're doing with the digital marketing company. Yeah. It's like, okay, do you want to do that? Or you just, let's build our business now. Um, but uh, she's, she's done phenomenal, but the door would, you know, the door needs to be open to these ladies. There's so many of them that just don't know, especially customer service, because we think customer service rep, right? In your mind, you probably picture a female, Yeah. but those same people can also be, they can do more the for your specialist. business. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so, trying Ms. to. Ms. Rich, let me ask you this: Have you interacted or or encountered any time where uh, a female technician has gone to the house and been ridiculed? By, yes, but one old guy who was in his 80s almost c- kicked a woman out. What do you know? I mean, it's just very really? old school Bur- mentality. Bernie got some of that too. It's like, yeah. oh, it's like when you answer the door, it's like, oh. Like, that's not like unexpected, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're thinking, oh, it's my HVAC system needs to be replaced. I'm going to get a guy. And, uh, but it's, it's unique because we were, uh, we were talking, we had a technician from, I won't mention the company's name. They're, they're really big here in Phoenix. Um, but we were playing bags at a sports complex down by us. And all of course, we run into an HVAC technician that's a woman. I'm like, of all things, like, yeah, of all exactly. things we're going to run into at this, yeah. this bags league we just started. Um, but she was, she was feeling like she wasn't given, she was a technician. She wanted to become a comfort specialist, but she felt like she was being passed over and she wasn't getting the opportunity. I tried, I tried to get her to like, I'm like, Hey, this event's coming up. This event's coming up. She ended up going into like, uh, the, uh, I think she ended up going to a different company, but, uh, uh, it's just that opportunity needs to be there. And those conversations need to be had with anyone that is either in the trade, not happy with what they're doing. Just open up that opportunity the thing about it is is like for me getting into the trades as a male in a predominantly male industry 
I wasn't interested in it. So I don't know how I could share. I, I know now, but at that time, I didn't know how I could share how wonderful the trades are with, with a female when I thought it was going to be like, Mm-mm, nope, yeah, I, don't I ain't crawling this. underneath yeah. this house. And well, it's interesting because the, the company shall remain nameless. The geography shall remain nameless. <laughs> but in a particular state in this country, okay, <laughs> <laughs> they have skills training, you know, the skills contest and everything else like that. And one and two in this particular state, w- number two in the state was a female. And the contractor I was working with at the time hired one and two in the state. Now, imagine a good-looking 18-year-old girl walking up to your house and going, yeah. and it's like, like, what do you know? And it, the really interesting thing is the way we ch- we coached her is we said, you know, if they show shock and everything else like that, she says, you know, it's it's really unusual for a woman to be in this industry, and I'm, I'm one of the few who are, luckily. Mm-hmm. Why don't you follow me around? Let me show you what we do. Oh, yeah. And then instantly dropped by. It it was done. They started it. I mean, the comfort level went up. The trust, now they don't know what superheat and subcooling is and everything else like that. Instantly, you're like, okay, you must know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they got to do, and they started asking questions that they would never ask a guy. Just the comfort level. The comfort level was there. And, you know, other than that one guy who was just a whatever but um a real work of art well the thing is he's very he was very old school he was very old Mm -hmm. and he didn't expect a woman to there and his you know he would have done the same thing to me well it's because things have changed so much over like even the 20 years yeah i mean 2002 to now you wouldn't think that much change but it has yeah a lot yeah like you got gray in your beard I think I've always Well, did you that. see the pictures of me last night from, you know, 2000 or whatever? <laughs> I, oh I, I wouldn't dare say anything <laughs> about it. I did take some pictures of you, though. You were looking at them. You're like, oh, well. <laughs> did you yeah. catch your face like that? I did a couple times. <laughs> did you really? I, I have pictures of those. I, I'll send them to you. I'll send them to me. That would be really cool. And, and the thing is that we have the opportunities now that we've never had before, yeah. which is really cool. <clears throat> so speak on the endowment. Like, um, like I, I have the link. I shared the link in the in the live stream but uh-huh. also i'll share it in the show notes afterwards okay. thank you but speak speak on the endowment and why you why you doing that versus anything else it was funny because last night and and let me just say this first because last night when that happened i was just like everything i was going to say went right out my head <laughs> it really and truly did because i was just shocked so um they asked me during my presentation today to talk about it simply because i'm now competent again believe right. it or not right. um we're doing really, 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 really well now. I mean, we're getting more and more people into the industry, more and more people who are interested in getting into the industry. And we've funded all of the scholarships out of our operating expenses. Mm-hmm. And there may come a time 10, 20 years down the road where we're not as flush with cash or something along those lines. I'm not saying we're going to be. I'm not saying yeah. we're not going to grow. But, you know, me being misconservative as I, as I actually <laughs> Your am. Your accountant background yeah. with bookkeeping. <laughs> and I wanted something that we could have that the interest paid the scholarships. Mm. So we'll never touch the principal, mm-hmm. but the interest every year will pay the scholarships. And it will get to the point, not next year, but there'll be a point where if somebody's going to a two-year school, we will fund them for their entire oh, school yeah. rather than just – once yeah you know right now it's once so if they're in a four-year college guess what you get it one time yeah and now you know we'll have the opportunity at that point to do an entire 
you know, four years if it's four years or two years if they're in a two-year school. And and that's what's really important. I don't want a woman to say, I want to get into this industry. I know this would be a really phenomenal career. I don't have the money to go to school. Yeah. And, and we want to be able to say, hey, well, apply here. Yeah. You know, we'll be You able really want to do it? Do it. You show us? Yeah. And, you know, and we'll give you a scholarship. Now, they have to maintain a 3.0 GPA, and we don't give it to them their, when they're going the first year. If we will pay them the school for their second semester or their third semester or whatever else it is. We do not pay. We learned that lesson. Mm. We don't give the check to them. Yeah. We give it to the school. Yeah. Get some new shoes. Yeah, some- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we learned that lesson like year one. Yeah. Um, the, the issue is, though, this way, you know, we get a, a school certified transcript that says this was the grades. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's a B average, we send the check to the school in their name. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's what we do. That's awesome. Yeah. That it is really cool. is. Miss Ruth, really quick, we got about three minutes. Okay. Can you tell me of a time in the industry that you could think of that you dealt with a struggle or you watched a struggle and how you overcame it? You only you have to pick one. I have to pick Just one. one. Have to pick Just one, one. The one that like first thing it pops that popped in your head. All right. So um, <laughs> let's say. Okay. So I and I got into this industry because of Service America. I had a friend I was going through grad school and she was going through MBA school at the same time I was, and she says we need some help. And I was finishing up a job and a project and a company and all that sort of fun stuff that went bad. And I went to my first service technician meeting and I went, What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> and it was really hard in the beginning because I was the only woman. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. And they were like, What the hell are you doing here? Yeah. What do you know? So I went and got my my license in Georgia yeah. just so I could say I have my license. Did you pass your test? Yeah. Do you, you know, have I never, your state license? I, ne- I have mine. I never had to say that, but just the fact that I, the funny part about it is one of my clients sat on the state board and he signed my license. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I said, Mike, is this kosher? He goes, yeah, you passed the test. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so That's funny. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's but, definitely a big one there. That, yeah. I mean, I, that was the only reason I ended up getting my license to prove to these guys that I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the ultimate. Yeah. That's the ultimate I trump love, card. There, like you, you, you drop that. that card. Yeah, it's like, it's like here, mm-hmm. you got your license. Nope. And, and many of those techs had, you know, tried and tried and tried and flunked the test. Yep. They could not say that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, Miss Ruth, thank you so much for thank hanging you for out. Having it's having always great. You're exhausted. Yeah. It's the end of the day, and yeah. you've been spending all this time doing this event and stuff. So, thank you for having me. Thanking for you for letting me share this story about the endowment and women in HVACR. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks, you guys. It's our pleasure. Yeah. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, you guys too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Service Business Mastery. Now that you are equipped with essential business advice from this impactful conversation, you are one step closer to becoming the successful owner of your dreams. If this episode has been helpful to your business journey, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and share it with other owners as well. Visit servicebusinessmastery.com to learn more.